Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Evan Roberts, Craig Carton, all the way to 6.30. This is it. You have somehow, someway made it <clears throat> through the longest week of your lives as we are now a day away from the New York Giants upsetting the Philadelphia Eagles and advancing to the NFC Championship game or giving Philadelphia another game to crow about. Which way is it going to go? Honestly, right now in the moment, I don't care. I was just with Tom Brady. That's a story for another day, perhaps, or maybe later. What happened? Excuse me? I was just with Tom Brady an hour ago. You mean the washed-up quarterback or just some random guy named Tom Brady? Tom Brady, the GOAT, the greatest quarterback of all time. Yes, uh, an hour ago. Would you? Huh? What'd you do with him? What did I do with him? <laughs> Were you in bed with him? Like, what'd you do? With Good him? to see you, buddy. There you go. <laughs> How are you? How are you? Boom, 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 And that was that. There you go. So that means Tom Brady was in New York City today. Tom Brady is in New York City today. I was just with him. Huh. Yes. Huh. <laughs> so Giants win, Giants lose. <laughs> you know, Greg Roman becomes the coordinator. <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett for the, uh, who cares? I was just with Tom Brady. Did you shake hands with him? Uh, a little fist bump. There was a physical contact. Little, a little dapperoonie. Really? A dapperoonie, we call that. Yeah, when you're hanging out in high society places, the little uh, adaparoo. You're never going to wash that fist ever again, are you? No, I am not. No, and Aaron Boone, sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, that is a story more uh, in detail for a later day. But I was just with Tom Brady, and uh, that was pretty amazing. Uh, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, that being said, here we are. We are at the place where we all were hoping to get to as quickly as possible the Friday before the New York Giants play the Philadelphia Eagles. And I have now convinced myself, courtesy of Eric and Yonkers yesterday on this show, that the New York Giants are going to win the game. Eric and Yonkers? Yeah. What did Eric yeah. and Yonkers say yesterday? Yeah, this is why I have great respect for our Carl Callers. A lot of people treat callers like, uh, you know, subhuman pieces of garbage. I've never done that. I have great respect for the men and women that take time out of their busy day to call us, recognizing... So unfortunately, sometimes you are on hold a very long time. Sure. And it's very frustrating to even get into the show because there's only so many lines that people can use. What did Eric say? Like, I was doing the show with you. Like, I don't even remember an Eric and Yonkers. You, you may remember my main man in Yonkers calling yesterday saying, hey, listen, why don't we call it the way it is? And I don't hear anyone saying this. The Philadelphia Eagles haven't played anybody this year. Oh, no, don't do this. The Philadelphia Eagles, look at their schedule. <laughs> Detroit, Jacksonville, Houston. Indianapolis, obviously the division games are what they are. I mean, at the end of the day, not their fault. You don't pick your schedule. So we're not blaming the Eagles. But in reality, 
what a really, really good football team did the Philadelphia Eagles have no problem with and beat? And I'll wait for the answer because I've done it now. I've gone game by game by game. So the oh, Minnesota Vikings, the, you throw I, them the out. Giants just put a 30 burger on them. Go. Ah, uh, the Detroit Lions. That was week one of the season. They got out to a huge lead. Detroit came all the way back and damn near won the game. And that was before Detroit even got really good. Go. Green Bay Packers. Green not Bay terrible. Packers didn't make the playoffs. And that was in the middle of their five game losing streak. Go. Ah, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Cooper Rush was the quarterback the first time they played. Go. <laughs> I, I'm here all day. I've done it. <laughs> Good. Houston, Texans suck. I can't believe. Oh, I got one for you. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. they beat the Indianapolis Colts what? by a point. Right. They almost lost to the Colts. Go ahead. I like I right. Washington beat them. Right. The New York Giants third stringers almost beat them when they blew the Giants out. Uh, no Xavier McKinney. No Dory Jackson. Right, right. I mean, uh, I like I said. May I, may I ask yeah. who the New York Giants have beaten? And I'll wait and listen to that one as well. The New York Giants have no talent, <laughs> and yet they find themselves here on the precipice of the NFC Championship game. They've had guys who are outperforming their expectations. Oh, no doubt, they are a collective like unit. Yes, right? they are. They are better yeah. than the individual parts. No question that's about exactly it. Exactly right. So that's what's convinced you, because yeah. I now, so you're picking the Giants. I'm picking the Giants. Giants are going to win this game. Uh, Giants. And you know what's right. crazy? I think my prediction. I want to be consistent because I do have the other show I do, and it wouldn't be right, right if I didn't pick you know, uh, uh, you know uniformly. And I'll double check it. I believe my prediction was Giants twenty three, Eagles twenty one. Wow. Close game. What, what's Close amazing, game. and I've been keeping track of this, at this radio station, usually you say that we become very homerific we do, before a big game. We do, all the time, every time. That is the complete opposite. Geo picking the Eagles. Yeah. Boomer picking yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, those guys, to be fair, Jerry the picking Brandon Tierney picking the Eagles. Okay. The only guy not picking the Eagles, I can't really, I can't count Tiki when he's a Giant. No, you, you know? can't. You got to take Tiki off of that because what's he supposed to do? He's you're playing the, for the Giants his whole career. You're the only one. That's, I'm special. <laughs> I'm special because it's easy right now. Oh, they're touchdown and he's going to Philly. To be fair, the morning show's been hating on the Giants since week five. That's true. Uh, that, right? So, so eliminate them. You're right. All right. Although I respect you. Boomer played the game. I certainly respect his football acumen, but he's been anti-Giants all year. Right. So why would I expect anything less than that? Uh, Brandon Tinn is a Jet fan. He would hate to see the New York Giants go to the NFC Championship game. Right. Uh, Keith McPherson's a Cowboy fan, so uh, with all due respect, he knows his football, but he don't want to see the Giants in the NFC Championship game, whatever that means. Uh, and they got to get through San Francisco, so does he really care? I'm the lone voice here. I'm the lone voice uh, of football objectivity on this radio station, unless you want to be a part of that with me. I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of lean the other way, bro. Take, by the way, take the Eagles. Good. I want to be on the side all by myself. Okay, you're going to be. I want to be clear about this. Yeah. For all you knuckleheads on Twitter, I want this to be very clear. There's only one full-time host on this radio station picking the New York Giants to win the game, and that is yours truly, the guy that just spent a half hour with Tom Brady. And not only that, he's the guy that was so adamantly against you during your big Super Bowl run of 07, he ended up naked on the Brooklyn Bridge. That is correct. So you don't exactly have a track record of supporting this team. Nope. But the thing that turned you, the thing that convinced you, was li literally a caller saying, hey, the Eagles haven't beaten anybody. That's what got you? That's what convinced you that, that the Giants are going to go to Philadelphia and do something they haven't done in a decade? That's that right. they're going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles at the link?
That was it? That was the ding, ding, ding I want to give the guy in Yonkers, I think it was Eric in Yonkers, credit for it. And it shows you that a good host listens to other people's ideas because sometimes you don't know everything. So uh, tell uh, Dable, uh, tell Joe Shane, tell the Maurer family, tell my main man, Danny Lynch, tell everybody over there, they've got a friend in me. <laughs> they've got a friend in me. Everyone else here, disgraziad. I got Big Blue's back. Let's rock. I've convinced myself. I went game by game, and I really did the research today because yeah. I wanted to know what I was talking about. Right, right. Eagles had a great year. They did. Legitimate number one They went 14-3, and, and they only That's lost right. one game in which their starting quarterback was right. playing. 13-1 and one with Jalen Hurts. The only real losses to Washington. That is absolutely They have correct. an elite defensive line. They've sacked the quarterback yeah. 70 times oh, this year. I'm They've sorry. got two tremendous cornerbacks. Yeah. they got elite oh, wide yeah, receivers. Uh, like yeah, yeah. They're a football team without a major weakness. Yeah, it's funny because that's a stat that keeps getting banded about, rightfully so. Record-setting season for sacks. 70. By the Eagles. 70 sacks. That sounds like it's a lot of sacks. Yeah, Matt Ryan was the cold quarterback when they played him. <laughs> so what does that mean? Yeah, it's hard to sack him. Yeah, because he's really mobile. What about everyone else they kicked the ass of this season? What about sacking Daniel Jones multiple times early in their first encounter? Did a nice job in that game. Oh, you give him credit? Did a nice job in Not that too game. Bad. Giants were in the middle of a one four and one stretch when they beat uh, and they, when, they, and, when they got when they beat them. And in fairness, the Giants were without Leonard Williams in that game. Oh. They were without Adoree Jackson in this oh. game. They were out with Xavier McKinney oh, in this game. They are not. I know. I agree with Three you about their this. Best defensive players. I agree with you about oh. this. They were not the same team. But here's what worries me. Go bring it on, sister. Here's what worries Go me. Go ahead, doctor. You trust Evan Neal on Saturday night? Uh, major question mark. Fair enough. You think uh, they trust Lane Johnson going against uh, Kayvon Thibodeau? Lane Johnson a is a groin. Pro Bowl caliber yeah. player. When he's healthy, he's a Hall of Famer. I agree. He's probably not yeah. 100%. Oh. But and you got a kid with a motive that don't quit coming around the outside. You tell a guy with a bad groin, he's now got to step to the right, right and extend that groin muscle. He'll be out of the game by the second quarter. But, Craig, we're making an assumption that two key players who are playing but are injured, and Lane Johnson and Jalen Hurts, are going to be greatly affected. When the truth is, mm -hmm. we don't know how effective uh, the starting be. quarterback has played one game in five weeks, and the one game he played, he was rusty. Yes, he hasn't gotten in the end zone in thirty-three days. <laughs> That's such a come on. How about that? Because he's barely played. Oh well, maybe that plays into the Giants' hands, then, doesn't it? You got a friend <laughs> in me. Uh, what's the next line of that song? Toy Story. You got a friend in me. In me. I am Mr. New York Giants. Hey, Giant fans, do you want this friend in him? Yes, you do. Or do you reject this friend you in him? You want me on this wall. You don't need me on the wall, but you want me on this wall because it's more fun having me at the party. And that's all it is. And I've done the research. I've broken it down. Thank you, Eric and Yonkers, for leading me down the right path. <laughs> I give the caller all the credit. That's not my unique idea. It's his. And I'm running with it because yeah, I think he's right. when he initially made that point, I disagreed with him, and I thought you disagreed with him, too. Uh, Did no, you need a good night's I, sleep to think about here's it? Here's what I said, if I recall. My point to him was, you can't knock the Eagles for who they play. Right. It's they not their fault. Right. The schedule is what it is. They happen to play weaker opponents, not because they got to pick their own schedule. That's just the way it went. Yeah, but the the problem well, is when you the, play mediocre teams, and then all of a sudden you find mediocre yourself in the, teams. They yeah. they played everybody outside of San Francisco. So what you're saying is ahead, the entire conference is mediocre. 
Well, like that's you what you said saying. yesterday, it's more of a referendum on the NFC. No, no, I, I, that's fine if that's your point, but that's really the point you're making. You're essentially saying the NFC is not that good, so none of those victories, because they didn't play San Francisco, yeah. matter to you or I resonate think, with I you. think that's a byproduct of it as part of this conversation, yes, but uh, the reality is that why am I getting all crazy when they played lesser opponents than what the Giants are Craig, right now? Craig, here's my question. Go ahead, sir. What's the weakness of the Philadelphia Eagles? Is uh, the answer injuries? Defense. Oh, I mean, for this game specifically? No, no the, the team as okay. a whole. They won yeah. 14 games this year. Yeah, yeah, you can nitpick who they beat. Yeah. But when you look at this roster, yes. when you look at the talent on this team, yes. injuries, we don't know. Let's throw that out. We Major don't know question how. Mark. I, I agree, but we okay. also don't know. What's the weakness of the Philadelphia Eagles? Their rush defense. That's the one area of weakness they've shown at times this year. Yes. And yes. that's it. And guess Their what? offensive line is stellar. They've got two well, tremendous cornerbacks. How stellar is it? What do you, how, look at their track record. They have Lane a center. Lane Johnson's not may not even play. Okay, they have an all-time center. Yes, who cheats, <laughs> and he's not going to be allowed to cheat in this game. He moves that ball well, forward once. Which, and by the way, it was the Giants that reached out to the NFL. No one else. The Giants said we got beat. Fire, fair enough. They cheat. And not only that, Jason Kelsey, as great as he is, and I have great respect for him. You talk about being challenged tomorrow night. He's yep. going up against another player that's elite. That's like the most Dexter appealing head to head matchup you could have in this yeah, game Dexter yeah. Lawrence versus Jason Kelsey. But here's the bottom line. Go ahead. And this is what makes this daunting tomorrow night. It's not impossible. It's daunting. They don't really have a weakness, bro. You can when try you to play come up against with bad teams. It looks like you don't have the a weakness. The Giants aren't a bad team. The Cowboys aren't a bad team. They beat the Giants when the Giants were at the lowest point of their season. I don't take anything away from the Eagles in winning that game. And the other team they beat was, oh, the Cooper Rush Cowboys. We're going to go crazy about that? I'm not. So, you know what? Beat the Giants handily and crow all you want. But the New York Giants are playing their best football at the right time of the year. And if you beat them, we will salute you. And you can brag all you want. But you have not played a team that's playing as solid as the Giants are currently playing this entire year. And, oh, by the way, I do think it's a big deal that your quarterback has played a single game in five weeks. Now, if he comes out there and lights the Giants' defense up, tip the cap to him. But I don't think that should be your expectation. I think the Eagles' offense is going to be a little slow to get cooking. Well, it goes back to the age-old question. Can you just flip a switch? Because you are right from this standpoint, and we've talked about this earlier in the week. Lately, in the what-have-you-done-for-me-lately category, a lot of it because of injuries, a part of it because of the vanilla game plan week 18 against the Giants, we haven't seen a lot lately because of those reasons. So can an Eagle team that I don't care who the hell they were playing look like the best team in the NFL for a big chunk of this year? Can they simply flip a switch? Can all of a sudden, tomorrow night in Philadelphia, the Eagles look like the team they were week 8, week 7, week 10? And that's a big question because you are right, as much as you may be trolling. They haven't done anything in a month, right? Partially because of injury, partially because of a game plan that was purposeful against the Giants week 18, but they haven't done it in a while. Yeah, and I'm going to be fair. I'm not going to kill them for... You know, the two Gardner Minshew games against uh, the Cowboys and the New Orleans Saints. I'll throw those out. It's fair. I'm not going to be uh, totally a douchey And, and about even it. the game plan yeah. week 18 against the Giants. Yeah, they they would not, not run the ball the way they normally they, run the they ball. They also, look, yeah. it's kind of like what the Giants even sort of did against the Vikings in their first game. You don't necessarily show them everything. I'm just so happy. I can't wait for this game. I'm so excited for this game. This is the most excited I've been for a New York sporting event. 
Uh, to be fair, since game one, Knicks Atlanta two years ago, and we know how that went. Ugh. All right. Uh, I'm just, and I'm not even a Giant fan. I'm just, this is called being a true New Yorker. I am all in, and I am so excited for If you're for this such game. a true New Yorker, let me ask you a question. You ask me anything you want. No, I'm going to ask you a question. Big Mac's wearing his giant sweatshirt. Loogie's wearing a giant shirt. And even I decided to do something today on purpose. I'm not wearing a giant sweatshirt by any means. I'm wearing a Brooklyn Nets sweatshirt. But it's the giant colors. I showed camaraderie with yeah, the Giants yeah. by saying, look, I'm not a fan of you your team. You know why I respect you wearing that? Not because you uh, came up with this right now in the moment uh, idea of why you're wearing that sweatshirt. <laughs> a, it's a new sweatshirt. I've never seen you wear it before. So, A, I like that. Uh, it's not same old, same old. And B. I just got it this morning. <laughs> yeah. You're rocking the sweatshirt after another loss. Thank you. Yes. They and can't win without that. Durant. I get it. <laughs> Which is why they Durant's made, MVP. They made a great comeback. They fell short. So, anyhow. Yeah. I'm at least wearing Giant colors. Yeah. And I want to thank the guy who sent this to me from inside no, the net locker nice room. You're the man, bro. I appreciate nice. it. Sharp. I don't want to put his name on blast. That's no, a sharp sweatshirt. Thank you. You, on the other hand, yeah. are wearing a black sweatshirt that, if anything, looks more like the eagle colors oh, than you the giant colors. That. It says Knicks. No, I get it says Knicks. Knicks. But if you look quick with the black sweatshirt, I wouldn't be surprised to see E-A-G-L-E-S on that Knicks. thing. Knicks. Well, don't, don't look so quick. It says Knicks. <laughs> but your sweatshirt has no recollection, yeah. no nothing similar to the Giants. Yeah. I'm at least yeah, making a friendly effort to say, I'm not a fan of your team. Yeah. I'm not wearing your stuff. But... I'm wearing a net shirt that you could really easily think is giant stuff. Where's your New York pride, you phony? Uh, I got dressed in the dark ah, at ah. 3 o'clock this morning, and I was just with Tom Brady, and you weren't. <laughs> so I, as, to me, that's a win. Uh, and uh, by the way, I'm not, that's, I was just with Tom Brady. Like, yeah. well, I was just with Tom Brady. And Tom Brady was there instead of at practice, which is a win for everyone. <laughs> ah, all right, good job on that, Big Mac. Good job on that. Coming to you live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. I also had something I don't know if I've ever had before. It was an orange zest Greek olive oil cake. Ooh. Mm. Huh. What? Sounds good. Yes, yeah, sounds good. With Costarina olive oil, the best. <laughs> oh, that went right down the old gullet. A little bit later on today, we're going to be abusing some Philadelphia pretzels. On our thanks again yesterday to Not of This World Pretzels out there at Hempstead Turnpike and Ray and the gang. Uh, just awesome. The pretzels always, always, always delight. And I can't thank Ray enough for yesterday. And today there'll be more pretzel abuse on this show as I have now gone on an island all by myself here, a place I'm very comfortable in picking the New York Giants to win the game outright. So just keep this in mind, Giant fans. That's right. If things go badly Saturday night, yeah. there's only one man to blame. Yeah. The, the mush Danny, Craig Carton. Probably Danny Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and him. <laughs> him too, right? All right, anyway. Okay, we got lots to do. 877-337-6666. going to be a fun show. Uh, the guys later on, of course, will give you picks with the spread. When it comes to Jags, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Cowboys, Niners. So that's uh, all good. And, of course, thoughts and picks on the Giant game throughout the afternoon. I'm thinking about maybe having some celebrity picks come on in here. You know, just why not, right? Have a couple people you know give picks as well. So Tom Brady's coming on? What time? Um, no, no, it wasn't like that. I'm sorry. Um, and I'll, I'll appreciate you referring to him from now on as your friend Tom Brady. And, by the way, if your friend Tom Brady came on this show, it wouldn't go well. 
Wouldn't go well for whom? For your relationship, because he'd be very upset that you put him in a situation to get just abused by me. No, no. First off, if and when I bring Tommy in here, mm-hmm. Tommy. Uh, he'll be filling in for you. Oh, okay. He won't be here with Smart you. Smart idea. Kind of like me. my Rob Manfred uh, booking. <laughs> <laughs> it's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Carton and Roberts on the fan. We got the uh, song coming up uh, momentarily as we get ready for Giants Eagles and I love the fact that it's tomorrow night you know Sunday afternoon listen whatever it is it's going to be great obviously but Saturday night chance to do what you got to do all day get yourself primed for the kickoff not have to worry about waking up the next morning for the majority of you I respect there are some Sunday workers of course but I I'm telling you Evan I'm so jazzed for this game I really am so jazzed for this game, and I want to see New York represent itself well. A because I, you know, I want them to. I want to beat Philly, and B because it's just exciting to have a playoff football. So team. you said, I think yeah. you said earlier, twenty four, twenty two. I think I said twenty three, twenty one. Twenty three, twenty one. Yeah, I, I gotta go check. I think that's what my prediction was I'm this morning. That down. So. Craig at twenty three, twenty. Because for last week's game, yeah. You said 28-27, yeah. which wasn't right, but uh-huh. if you added the amount of points that right. you predicted in that game, yeah. it was equal to the amount of points in the oh. actual game. Is that right? That's what you started. Oh, who even who even knew that? You, you told me. Oh, I did. <laughs> Monday morning, you're like, guess what happened? Guess what happened? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Like, I said, what? What's that, know, Craig? I don't gamble because uh, of all the obvious reasons. I encourage that if you are going to gamble, have a plan, stick to that plan, and don't chase losses. But the reality is I still have a thought on who might win the game. You know, keeping the spread aside, I have to do my job. And my job is to acknowledge are that you, there's a point spread, but not you know, play to it. Are you? Because there's a difference. Like, sometimes during these football weeks, I feel very confident about something. Yeah. Then there are times I'm like, I don't know, I lean this way. Yeah. Are you confident? About the Giants beating the Eagles? Well, that's, yeah, what are we talking about? I thought you were saying, are you confident about any of the games No, no, I'm not, forget the other games. Like, I'm, I'm this confident game. that Kansas City is going to demolish Jacksonville. I'm not confident in that, by the See, way. See, I'm very confident okay. about that. Do you know that Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs have almost made a cottage industry of not dominating teams over the last that's two fine. years? Okay, I'm just putting that out. But whatever, I think we... I was glad you didn't say, did you know that Trevor Lawrence is 37-0 and 0 on Saturdays? <laughs> I didn't say that. I was waiting for somebody to say that. That is there. the stupidest yeah, stat ever. I'm I sorry. Know, I know. It's dumb. But are you confident, confident? Like, confident that the were, Buffalo Bills are going to beat the Cincinnati Bengals? I'm not asking about that game. I'm, just, I'm, I'm by, walking through it. By the way, a yeah. very important thing I really want to say because I, I mean this. This is yeah. true. Yeah. You better root for the Cincinnati Bengals. Why? I'm going to tell you why. If the Buffalo Bills win... And we get Bills Chiefs, and we get a neutral site championship game. Get used to it. Nah, I know that's out there. Really? I saw a pro football talk. It's no. stupid. No, no, it's not. It's not because of pro football talk. Do you know about the history of the NFL? Yes. 1982 rules committee meeting. Do you know about this or no? Go ahead. Oh, okay. 1982. Tech Schramm. Remember him? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he pitched the neutral site championship game. Okay? The commissioner at the time, know his name? Yes. Pete Rozelle. That's right. Loved it. They just couldn't convince enough owners. These guys have been thinking about a neutral site championship game since before I was born. They have been waiting for this moment, for this opportunity, for this chance. We need to avoid it happening because I'm telling you right now, if it happens, there's no going back. Watch. 
It's not going to happen. Okay, why? Because why? there's too many of the old guard owners that aren't going to go Did you see it. what the NFL tweeted last night? Uh, Ooh, he yeah. sold a million tickets. It's going to be so cool. The Bengal fans are here. The, I'm sorry, the Bill fans are here. The Chief fans are here. Yeah. Shut up. They're setting us all up for what they want, and it's obvious so if Pro Football Talk wrote that today, they're right. Because I thought the same damn thing when I read that last night. Especially because I know the history of the sport and that they tried to make this happen in 1982. And you want to know why they tried it? Because yeah. there were so many bad weather games. There were so many bad weather games that Tex Schramm's like, oh, this is crazy. We can't have this anymore. we got to have it at a neutral site. They're setting you up for the kill, Craig. Just watch. <laughs> I'm done now, so you can talk. Sorry. You all right? Uh, you guys are funny. Like you guys, you guys read something, and all of a sudden, no, no, it's no. I mean, the gospel. again, I didn't read it. Just because last Florio night puts it out there, bro, it's right. bro, 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 yeah. bro, bro. I didn't read Mike Florio. <laughs> yeah. I know this because you know where I know this from. I give the guy credit. From I give the guy credit. There's a YouTube channel called like Jaguar Gators. Guy's amazing. He does historical NFL videos. Jaguar Gators. Okay. Okay. No, swear to God, I'm with you. He's got. I love this guy. He's got historical football videos, factoids none of us ever knew. Okay. Not even kidding you. There's a whole factoid about how the NFL thought a best of three Super Bowl would be a good idea. You even aware of that? Of course you're not. Because you're not following Jaguar Gator. So this reason of my trepidation is not from Mike Florio. It's from Jaguar Gators enlightening me on history. Yeah. Did you know that the championship game was voted upon as a neutral site destination? No. Of course you didn't. Did they play it at a neutral site? It doesn't matter. Have they, they tr- ever played it at a neutral site? Watch this. In modern NFL? Watch this, Craig. Yeah. In the early 80s, yeah. they tried to have the DH in the National League. The only reason they didn't have it is the Cardinals owner was on vacation. Okay? Yeah, so he was going to vote And guess for what it. happened? Yeah. All these years later, they got what they wanted. They wanted something, they get it. So this has nothing to do with some article Mike Florio wrote. This has to do with understanding your history. And that's why I'm enlightening you. They voted on this in 1982, Craig. Am I boring you? Yes. Because how many owners in 82 are still owners today? Doesn't matter. Almost none. They all think about the bottom line. (laughs) I mean, it's a whole different thing. Why are they bragging about all the seats they sold, Craig? Because they like, because it's a unique situation. They want people to know. Because they want it. Despite the fact that it's still uh, 800 miles away from either city and more, obviously, from Kansas City, that they're still so popular that they sold the damn thing out. They have more requests than they have tickets available. And that's why they want it, dude. Cities are going to bid on it. They're going to get people traveling all over the country. Open up your eyes, man. You think the Kansas City Chiefs are happy that the game's not an hour ahead? I'm not saying they're happy. You think the New York Giants wouldn't want a game at MetLife? You think the Dallas Cowboys would say yes to an NFC Championship game not in Dallas? First of all, the Giants really... It's not going to happen in our lifetime. Most teams... You're wrong. You are so wrong. You can't and say I'm wrong just until watch. it happens. Just watch. You said the Jets would move yes. to London. That'll never happen. But if it did, yeah. you bet your ass there'd be championship games on neutral sites because there'd be a whole freaking conference in Europe. Relax. This is a conspiracy theory that's true. No, and open your damn <laughs> eyes and see okay. what's going on. So what. because of that, Joe Burrow, get the freaking job done. By the way, if they've already contemplated it and the ticket sale requests are through the roof, then it doesn't matter who wins the game. They've already proven the possibility right. that the neutral site no, will be successful. No, no, no. So here's I, why. I think no. Buffalo win doesn't further here's prove it. what. You don't want to want to know why? It's been proven. Craig, I'm going to walk you through this. Yeah, Jack, 
If Kansas City plays Buffalo yes. at Mercedes-Benz Stadium yes. and we get the offensive orgy everybody expects, yeah. and it's 55-48 because they're indoors yeah. and it's weather control. Didn't we get that orgy in Kansas City? Uh, Doesn't uh, matter. The, with, you know, cold weather? It's all recency. Yeah. You'll come on the air and say, oh, wasn't it better in a neutral no, site? No, I won't. That was great. I don't want Dude, a neutral site. they're trying to control your freaking mind. Oh, yeah, them and TikTok. Great. Well, that's true, the TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that's true because you say it's true. I'm telling you, man. Listen. Let's go Bengals. They have already proven the popularity of the neutral side game. So if Cincinnati wins, or pardon me, if Buffalo wins, it doesn't Craig, prove it Craig, again. Craig, it's when, they, when they put the neutral site vote up yeah. like they will, yeah. are you going to open your mouth or are you just going to sit here and say, it'll never happen, don't worry, well, still both. don't worry. I'm going to vehemently oppose it, and I'm going to say, don't worry, it's never going to happen. They'll never have the vote. Yes, they will. No, they will not. 1982, they tried it. Because what owner would say, try it again. what owner today who just paid billions of dollars for the franchise would say no to the revenue stream that would come to them by having a championship game at home? Why isn't the Super Bowl in a home stadium, Craig? Because that was deemed an unfair advantage and not as good for the sport. Yep, here we go. Same thing. Not good for the sport. The weather's no. too cold. The conditions are awful. Tom Coughlin's face almost fell off. They'll use the same crap to yeah. push this on us. The difference between you and I yeah. is my eyes are open. Yes. You're sleeping. I'm not sleeping. It's just never going to happen. Okay. Because uh, you got a calculator on you real quick? Yep. Uh, do me a favor. Go ahead. Uh, do uh, 80,000 times... Let's say three hundred. Is that twenty four million dollars? That's twenty four million dollars. Yeah, that's the uh, ticket revenue for an AFC or NFC championship game. Yeah. So what owner is going to say I'm going to give up twenty four million dollars before a guy pays for parking, before a guy buys a beer? I'm just going to say no to the possibility of taking twenty four million dollars and putting it in my pocket. Walk me through what owner saying. There's yes to that. only two owners yeah. that get to host a championship game. The rest of the owners try that, to get no, to a championship game. But there are 14 game. owners that go into the playoffs with a chance. Right. So not really? No, not yes, really. No, not really, because if you're the seventh seed, you don't have a chance. Why not? If you're, I you can't host a Super Bowl before. You can't host a championship game. All right, so 12 teams. There you go. Make you happy. Well, and if there's money to be, but if there's money to be had there, who, what owner wouldn't sign for money every year, no matter if they get there Bingo. or not? Bingo! It's a neutral site. They're gonna divvy it up. Everyone wins. No. What are you talking about? Uh, I mean, you've created. That's only one team. Every other team probably gets a part of the pot of the neutral site game, or both teams do. You're not looking at the big picture. But you know what, pal? You may believe there are aliens in Antarctica. That's more believable to you than this commissioner and these owners plotting, plotting. Yes. yes. A neutral site championship game, yeah. and they're doing it right in front of your nose, no, and not. you're not saying a word. No, they're not. It was a unique circumstance. They had to uh, adapt and adjust, and they did quite brilliantly. I understand it's a unique circumstance, yeah. but sometimes you use a unique circumstance... Look what baseball just did. They used a unique circumstance, the pandemic. Extra playoff teams, universal DH. What happened two years later, Craig? Let me ask you a question. What happened two years later, Craig? I'll answer for you. The universal DH and expanded playoff. Good day, sir. Yeah, it's not the extra inning rule on top of it. It's not even close to being the same thing. It's the extra inning rule. He's right. He's right. Thank you, Big Mac. 
and the extra <laughs> inning rule. Hello? Yeah. Why are you not looking? I am. I'm trying to figure out how they invented Lyme disease on Plum Island. Exactly. You yeah. believe that, but not this. Because I think it's much more believable. Stop it. Yeah. Boy, you and you, you have got gone off the deep end. Oh, I'm, I'm real, man. You have gone off and the deep end. And this is all Jaguar to Gators guy with these YouTube videos. <laughs> he taught Gators. me my history. And now that yeah. I know my history, yeah. I will not let it repeat. I will stand on the toppest, toppest mountain, the tallest mountain, and I will scream to the high heavens, we do not want neutral site championship games because God forbid the Jets or Giants host one, we want it in our building. That's exactly right, which is why they would never vote for oh, Woody a would neutral for site game. Woody would vote for it. No, he would not. Yes, he would. No, not if he thought he had a chance to win. How many AFC championship games have the New York Jets hosted in their history? Oh, wait. They haven't. They've hosted an AFL championship Correct. game. I don't even count that. Neither do I. Zero. That's right. So At Denver... Indianapolis and Pittsburgh. In the, and Miami back in the early Yeah, Miami with the killer bees, all that crap. So, so let right. me ask you a question. And then flooding the field unfairly. That's unfair. right. Shula, that, that criminal. Sure. So anyhow, you think Woody's voting for it or no? I don't think any owner's going to vote for a You're neutral wrong. site. You're wrong. It's Because it's, it's bad for them. Okay. Now, maybe the Texans. Okay, I'll give you that. The Houston Texans will never be in a Super Bowl. They might vote for the neutral site. And they'd probably want their billing to be the neutral site. I of course, see, these, all it. these cities are going to yeah. want that. I mean, I'll give you that. I'll definitely give you that. Thanks. Uh, you want to rock a little bit? You want to hear it or not? Yeah. I think we got to play real quick. And then I, well, let me go to Sharon first in New Jersey. Sharon, what do you got, kiddo? You guys got me a little scared. I'm what? heading into a hostile environment. Yeah, um, well, go ahead, Craig. I, have- <laughs> I mean, Sharon, if I may ask. <laughs> On the uh, the Yale uh, one to ten scale, um, what are you? Oh, I'm a twenty. Oh, well, in that case, you're uh, you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> in that case, you are going to be heckled. And my, daughter, and my daughter's a fifty. How old is your daughter? Thirty-three. All right. Well, the two of you oh, uh, are you going with with gentlemen <laughs> or just by yourselves? By ourselves. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I love you. I respect that. You're going to come back pregnant and and happy. Oh, my God. Uh, it is going to be a great night for you. I, oh, I'm telling you that right now. Where are you? Do you, do you know where you guys are sitting, Sharon? Are you lower level, upper level, suite? Where are I you? I am the one, 100 level. Uh, what, Craig? 100 levels. Yes. She has a chance. Yeah. She has a chance of what survival? Yes, it's like Biodome Nine. Okay, fine, fine. All right. So and what's the well, uh, on the what gi- on the giant sideline too? We have, so, well, yeah. of course. What is the uh, the game plan here? We uh, tailgating. You're gonna mix it up a little bit, or are you just going straight game in, game out? Oh no, we tailgate. We tailgate East Rutherford. We're gonna tailgate in Philly. And are you Look going with? Uh, are you aware of a group of giant fans that are meeting in a certain spot? Or are you just going blind and hoping to find them? Going blind. Oh, this is like, you're like the coolest mom ever. What jerseys are you wearing? Do you know exactly what you're putting on tomorrow night? Yes, have it all layered up, blue, white, blue, white, but I do have a black coat, so I might be a little okay. Well, listen, it's going to be cold, obviously. It's uh, mid-January, so that's smart. And is there a jersey, or we got like t-shirt, sweatshirt, what do we got? Both got sweatshirts. We had to go buy white hats because our hats are normally blue. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. we're already. We this are is ready. great. And are either of you uh, married or no? Yeah. All right. So the husbands uh, are good with you guys going uh, on your own to this type of situation? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, if you don't mind me asking, what did the ticket cost you? They were gifted to me, but they were in the four figures. Wow, 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 wowzers. You Jeez. must be a 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So you didn't have to pay for them. Someone was like, listen, I know you're a diehard giant fan, you and your daughter. Uh, it's my pleasure to send you guys to a giant playoff game. That's awesome. Yes, yes. What time yes. are you guys going to get there at? What's the game plan? We'll probably get there 530. For an 815 game, that's perfect. You will win. Your body will be warm from all the whiskey, and you'll be yeah. ready to rock. Well, listen, have a great time. Take pictures. And, uh, you know, send it to us on social media when you can. And stay safe. And we look forward to hearing from you on Monday, okay? Okay, that sounds great. All right. That's a badass mom right oh there. Oh, my God. And her daughter's a badass, too. Good for them. After all the trash talk that you had about you can't go to the stadium, you yeah, guys are well, crazy you're a pretty for girl, going. You can. Yeah, ugly girls can. Right, but they're pretty girls. Yeah. 20 and a 30 on the scale. Yeah, if that's a combined 50 And right she there. heard every word of your rhetoric and a lot of the callers' rhetoric, and she said, it's all right. We're going into the belly of the beast. Yeah, I would make another recommendation for, for ladies that are going. Uh, make sure you uh, tie your hair up in a bun. Because I've, I've been watching a lot of street fighting lately on a Fight Haven, my new favorite uh, Twitter account to follow. And I noticed that when the gals get in fights... They go to the hair? The first move isn't a rope-a-dope. It's grab the hair and pull. Right. So I would say, number one, you want to get that hair up in a bun. Number two, and this will help you with the cold also. It's an old uh, outdoor like soccer trick. You want to grease the face and the hair. Okay, a little grease Crisco. Grease the face and the you hair? You want to grease it. What does that do? So you buy some Crisco. You can also use suntan lotion for what it. What does that do, though? It closes your pores uh. so you keep the heat in. Huh. So it's a way to stay warm when you're outside. And if you grease the face and the hair, much harder for an antagonist to grab onto Yeah, that's what you. I thought you were thinking about. Yeah. So yeah, it does two things. A, it keeps you warmer. And B... Well, Crisco would also attract you know, certain types of men, so maybe just go with suntan oil. <laughs> but the other thing is, keeps you warm, and it makes it harder to grab you. Yeah, you. I'm just kidding. I'm just a, giving you street tips. It's all on doing. a cold night, and I don't think it's supposed to be that absurdly cold. But you know, it's a winter night. No, it's gonna be in the 30s, though. Feet warmers are essential because the first thing that gets cold are your feet. First thing. Yeah. So I go double socks, and they actually sell heat warmers. You know, like the ones that you use with your hands that you rub together yeah, and yeah, gets yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't wear those. Shoes. You can't, you can't wear those because you got to put them under your sock. No, no. Got to touch the skin. I'm aware of that. Oh, so you, you put, put it, it under the sock? Yeah, you put it in, and then you have the socks and over. It doesn't it, yeah. burn your toes. Uh, would you rather be burnt or frostbite? Frostbit. I think I might go frostbite. In nah, that. no, no way. Yeah. Have no. you ever burned any part of your body? That's a that's not fun. Yeah, have you ever had gotten frostbitten on any part of your um, body? Well, they do call me Nine Toe Charlie, but no, no, <laughs> I've not, I've not. But I'd rather. <clears throat> I think if you get frostbite, yeah, it goes numb, and then it hurts like hell. Yep. But I've had third degree burns and on the my hands and place. my arm. That's no fun. And the warmest place yeah. down your pants. Warmest place. Yes, I tell my you, kids all the time: uh, butt cheeks. Yep. Or for men, yes, front, yes, front. But if you go palm on butt cheek. That is like having a uh, hand warmer with It's incredible. You. It's like magic. Yeah, I agree. It's like you. your own internal hand warmer. Stick yeah. it right down there. Yeah. Boom, you warm yourself yeah, up. The, the butt cheek hand warmer is a solid play, Evan. Way good on that. Yep. So uh, third infantry, a uh, bunch of local guys who love the New York Giants. 
Uh, you can check them out on SoundCloud by going to NYG Giants 516. Pretty easy. And uh, when the Giants make the playoffs, they, they, they go to the studio. And the Giants win, they go back to the studio. So in preparation of the Giants-Eagles game tomorrow night, we present to you Saturday night. It's the game that we all love, me and more. Pour a little liquor, then we hit the thing. Ain't no fly, just we clip their wings. Then we bring it like the G-Man do. Hit them harder than the girls in Philly, we rap through. Down turn contract, ain't the deal. Hit the high nine five down the Lincoln Fields. Stay for real and have trouble with our backups. Hit us down to the ground, we got backup. Closing time, it's a sign that should pack up. Silver lining, my store is gold. Silence on the land, man, the door is cold. This game is getting tighter than the glory we hold. Or if it's going downtown Saturday night, the Giants and the Eagles, it's Saturday fight. Tonight we're making history under the lights. That's right, let's fight, left, right, left, right, left, right. It's going downtown Saturday night, the Giants and the Eagles, it's Saturday fight. Tonight we're making history under the lights. That's right, let's fight, left, right, left. Spread is seven. It's prime time, honey. My engine's revving. Sitting on home alone without Kevin. Bone on bone, grass of thorn. Elijah got cloned, past the throne. Slating on the cross up past the Jones. The hating that approach got classic stones. Off the wall, shotgun, you silly. 26 pop one through Philly. Only thing great about this state is rocky. You get it till they ran in their face, Jed Saki. I take my shots on ice like men's hockey. Can't pour another till I can't see straight. In the state where they best they got the she state. It's going downtown Saturday night. The Giants and the Eagles, it's Saturday fight. Tonight we're making history under the lights. That's right, let's fight. Left, right, left, right, left, right. It's going downtown Saturday night. The Giants and the Eagles, it's Saturday fight. Tonight we're making history under the lights. That's right, let's fight. Another winner. I mean, that is awesome. That Great tremendous. job, guys. Saturday night. <laughs> check him out on SoundCloud. NYG Giants 516. Uh, they are undefeated when they put a giant playoff song out there. They made the run back in, uh, was it 11? They made the run in 7. And now they're back doing what they do. And I thought that was awesome. Well done, sirs. 877-337-6666. Kevin's in Yonkers. Kevin, what's on your mind, handsome? Hey, I was uh, just thinking that you guys, uh, I, I commend you for being uh, jumping on the bandwagon there because uh, uh, maybe you can get Evan to come along because the, the Jets are just, uh, you know, you, you mentioned before Todd Bowles. 
Yes, you yes, yes. Times, it's not about the Jets. Jets. Let's just let's keep this. Let's keep this uh, straight. What does it mean to be on the bandwagon? I'd like to see you guys beat the Eagles. I can't stand Philadelphia. I just don't think you are. I mean, is that is that not a fair thing to say? Oh, I am definitely, definitely because I, I and and I am a closet Jet fan, or I was, uh, but they just and I don't. Again, you don't want to go too much into the Jets, but. Uh, they're just a, a cursed team. We're not so. talking about the Jets. We're talking right. about the Giants. I mean, sir, uh, I know you normally call I on the weekends, the but what the I F is the wrong with you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. You're a great guy, but come on, man. The New York Giants are playing the Philadelphia Eagles in yeah, less than 30 I, hours, bro. Bro? Broski? Where did I come bro from? I'm sorry. I'm not letting you do it, Kevin, and I love Dunwoody, and I love Yonkers, but come on, man. What are you talking about, the Jets? Listen, we already have one guy on this show who's put the jersey on, who says I your put team's the jersey on win. my back, though. Like, he's your guy. That's right. I just think it's going to be very difficult tomorrow night. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I hate Philadelphia. I can't stand the Flyers. I can't stand the Phillies. I certainly can't stand the Sixers. And I got no love loss for those Eagles. My name is Craig Carton. I put the jersey on my back toe. <laughs> oh no! Here comes Darius Slay, one of the hard and hitting cornerbacks in the <laughs> NFL. But I do it for Madden. I do it for the G-Men. <laughs> Did you know, Craig, that tomorrow night when Brian Dable wins the coin toss and elects to defer, he got that idea from? Madden? That's exactly right. Did you know that? I did know that. That's right. <laughs> that the Madden game changed the way people uh you know choose whether or not to start with the ball, defer, take the rock, or rock, or rock. That's a true story. That's right. True story. True story that bit, eh? <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Ah, uh, playoff football, man. Ozzy, is there I anything forget, better? I forgot what it felt like, dude. I mean, sitting here at this radio station, we've got a decade with one playoff game until last weekend. One playoff game. And that playoff game was a fart in the wind in 2016. So it is strange. It's a very strange feeling to be sitting here back-to-back -back weeks preparing for a local football team playing a playoff game. And it feels awesome. like a, another world. It's uh, It's awesome. And we, you're right, you know, and that's why I think I'm enjoying it so much, even as a Jet fan, because it's special, man. You forgot how well, awesome it is Craig, to have playoff football. Correct. Think about this, all right? So I started to understand sports in the early 90s. In the early 90s, the Giants were good. The Jets quickly turned things around and made the playoffs in 98. And between 1998 and 2011, okay, Jets and Giants were in the playoffs basically every other year. Like every other year. It wasn't a big deal for the Jets and Giants to make the playoffs. It was a common thing. And yeah. so you sort of got spoiled by it. You got used to it. Whether it was the Jets making a run or mostly the Giants making a run. And then starting in 2012, it's like we went into an ice age. It's like yeah. all of a sudden we were subjugated to watching garbage football for 16 games a season. And never, forget playoffs, we couldn't even get a winning season. Yep. So we are experiencing something that we went a very long time from experiencing as a New York football fan base with both teams. And I think we were spoiled in the 90s and 2000s. Right, listen, so compared to what we've had lately, yeah, you look back and go, I wish I had appreciated it even more than I may have done in the moment, which I always tell you, tell you. You're right. you got to appreciate it right now, this week. I know it probably dragged down for a lot of you. You should have enjoyed every aspect of this week as you get ready for tomorrow night. 
Um, uh, you know, I, I put out the video of me in the uh, Danny Jones jersey prior to us coming on SNY today. Yes. And uh, I do have family from Philly, as you know, mm-hmm. married into it. Uh, they are, so I got two reactions from them. One was F off. <laughs> okay, I appreciate that. The other one was me wearing the jersey as, and I'm quoting now, pathetic and disturbing. I'm now confident the birds win. Thank you. Oh, wow. Turn okay. on you like that? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. You know what? I've never, I don't think I've ever done this before on the show, but uh, one of those people is going to get a little phone call. I think that's the only appropriate thing. Is it an angry phone call? Uh, not angry at all, Evan. No. Not angry at By all. By the way, uh, okay. I can't wait until May when Craig puts that Kevin Durant jersey on for Net Sixers. I'm looking forward to a person. That'll never happen, but me. I will tell you this, and I said it with a huge national audience. What's that? Kevin Durant's the MVP of the league. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> the team sucks without him. 18-2 <laughs> with him, 0-4 without him. Yes! <laughs> Yes. I am not even kidding. He's the MVP. I know Jokic is having a ridiculous year. No, no, no. I get you. Well, Kevin me. Durant's the MVP of the league. I, uh, I, I think he proves play. that every game he every, doesn't play. Every night you watch the Nets, you're reminded of that. Yeah. It's Kurt. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. So last week we picked every single playoff game. And then for the Monday night game, we picked the game plus a prop. On Saturday and Sunday, I was dreadful. I went one and four. I got the Jacksonville game right. I was very lucky. Lost with Seattle getting the points, though I felt good up 14-13. Lost with Buffalo laying the 13 and a half. I think we all did. Lost with the Vikings because I did pick against the Giants. Lost with Cincinnati. I did bounce back on Monday night. Felt confident all week the Cowboys would kill him, and they did. And I hit the over on Dak Prescott touchdown passes, which he did very easily at one and a half. So week number one, wild card weekend, I went three and four. Both Big Mac and Lugie, they set the tone. They both went four and one over the weekend and then one and one with the Monday night picks. So they are both five and two. All right. Game number one. 
Seven. What's our number, by the way, for this Kansas City-Jacksonville game, just so we're, we're all on the same page? I got it as nine right now. I had it as eight and a half. No, oh, Jesus. What do you got, Ev? I, right, I, let's do eight and a half so there can be no push. Okay, eight and a half. We're good with that? Sure. Yeah. All right, I've gone back and forth on this one. I don't think it's as easy as, hey, the Jaguars aren't in their league. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Kansas City. They're going to kill him. It's going to be a rout. And I think a part of why I've hesitated to go there is because one thing Mahomes and the Chiefs have done over the last two years consistently is not cover. Like, they've been doing that consistently now for years. This past season as a favorite, which they were in just about every single game, or at least it felt that way, they were 6-9 and nine in covering that number. Last year, they were 8-9. and nine. Now, they've done a pretty good job for the most part of covering in the postseason, they're 7-4 against the spread, so it has been different in the playoffs. You know, you go back and look at last year. They covered against Pittsburgh. It was a huge number. They covered against Buffalo. It was a small number. You go back a year earlier. They covered against Buffalo when they beat them by two scores. But I'm nervous about this. I've seen it too much during the regular season. And I think it's going to happen again. I think Jacksonville is actually going to build off that miraculous comeback. Plus, I mentioned this a week ago. It worked out, and I'll go with it again. Doug Peterson covers the number consistently as a road underdog in the postseason. He's been doing it. Go back to the days in Philadelphia. Go back to even his first game with Jacksonville. So I think it has the makings of a cover. Now, I'm not saying the Chiefs are going to lose. They're not going to lose. But I would take the eight and a half. So in game number one, I am. Why the hell not? Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars to cover the number, but not pull off the monumental upset, and that would be the biggest upset in the weekend. Remember, Patrick Mahomes has been to the championship game every single season since 2018 when he became a starting quarterback. AFC title game, AFC title game, AFC title game, AFC title game. He's going to make it five straight. But Jacksonville covers. Give me the eight and a half. That's game number one. We'll obviously skip the Giants. So let's go right to this Buffalo-Cincinnati game. I've seen the number at five and a half. Where do you guys see it? Yep. Five, five and a half. Yep. Five and a half? Yep. All right. So here's what makes me nervous. I, the whole week I've been leaning towards Cincinnati. The whole single week. And I, I have a rooting interest in this, which I laid out earlier. I don't want to have a neutral side AFC title game. I think it leads to bad things. What concerns me is the status of this Bengal offensive line. Okay. Two key pieces are missing this week against Buffalo. That scares me. But you know what scares me even more about Buffalo? They haven't looked that good the last couple of weeks. I know they got the job done final week of the year against New England, and they got the job done against that decrepit Miami team. But they did enough last week to cause concern. Now, granted, can you say the same thing about the Cincinnati Bengals? Absolutely. But I feel all year long watching this Bill team, they have not clicked the way maybe we all thought they would at the beginning of this season. Look at the two Jet games. Jets beat them once, and they could have beaten them a second time. Like, I've walked away this season from Buffalo saying they're really good, they're really talented, but there's something off. And what is the something? Is it missing Brian Dayball? Is it Josh Allen's propensity for the big turnover? I'm not sure what it is. And then on the other side, even though the Bengals were very fortunate on the Tyler Huntley fumble play that changed the whole trajectory of that game, Something about Joe Burrow I trust. And let's face it, this guy has now lost only one postseason game, and it was in the freaking Super Bowl. I trust Joe Burrow. I trust the Bengals. I'm not only taking the points. I think they're going to win this game outright. And I think they're going to save us from a horrific 
neutral site AFC Championship game. I think we see a rematch of last year's game. Give me the Bengals in game number two, getting the five and a half. Dallas-San Francisco, I've seen that number at four and a half. Is that fair? Are we good with four and a half? I have it sitting at four. I had it at four as well. All right, we'll go with four. That's totally fine. So, the Niners are the better team. And it's impossible to trust Dak Prescott, the up-and-down nature of his season, as great as he was last week against Tampa. We're also, we have this feeling, and I've had this a lot with the teams I root for, where I can't picture the Cowboys in a title game. It's been a long time. Last time the Cowboys were in a title game, I was in high school. You know what I mean? Everybody was Cowboy fans. I have a tough time trusting them. And obviously, we know how good San Francisco is, how deep this roster is. Brock Purdy overcame some of those off throws early in the game. He settled down. But this line is suspicious. Why is it so small? What do they know? But I'm not going to be fooled by that. The Niners are going to kill them. Give me San Francisco laying the four at home against the Dallas Cowboys and in game number three. In game number four, let's get to the main event. The Giants against the Eagles. I have tried all week to talk myself into how the Giants could pull this game off. I backed up Craig with the Daniel Jones over the last five weeks versus Jalen Hurts with the idea that the Giants can take advantage of a banged-up offensive line on the right side, that the Giants have become this different team over the last three weeks, that they'll run the football effectively with Saquon Barkley, that everything's different. But at the end of the day, I still trust the talent of Philadelphia. And I trust that while this will be a close game, here's the way I picture it. Ball is in Daniel Jones' hands, down eight, with a chance to come back and tie the game. And I think he'll drive all the way to the Eagle 25-yard line in the final two minutes. And I think he's going to throw that one interception that ends it. You're I think the Eagles person, yeah. win the game. I think they cover the number, but by just a tad. That's why I'm taking the seven and a half. And Give me the Eagle. It's, and the Giants lose in heartbreaking fashion? Can I finish? Should you be able to finish on that? No. What is that? You the, are. The Eagles minus seven and a half. I'm taking Jacksonville getting the eight and a half. The Bengals getting the five and a half. The Niners laying the four, and Philadelphia laying the seven and a half. Loogie, take it away. Sure, Evan. I mean, boy, wow, what a picture you just painted. All right, let's start with the Chiefs. Unlike you, Ev, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay the eight and a half here with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I think the Jags off an emotional win like that. These two teams played earlier in the year, and the Chiefs won by 10, but mo- the Chiefs controlled the game most of the way, and the uh, Jags, I think, backdoor covered that game. I like the Chiefs to tack on a late score here and cover the number. So give me the Chiefs 8.5. The Bills won. Ev, I'm like you. I have the Bengals were my future Super Bowl uh, to make the Super Bowl. I have the Niners beating them. This game scares me, though, from a Bengals perspective because I think all the emotion is going to be on the side of the Bills, and that line worries me, and the line movement worries me even more. So I think I'm going to shack up here with the Bills laying the five and a half up in the below. Third game, Niners, my Super Bowl pick, my team to win. I mean, of course, I'm rooting for the Giants, but early in the year, I picked the Niners. Ev, you're right. The line does scare me, too, but they are the better team. I think Brock Purdy and the Niners roll in that game, so I'm going to lay the four. And now the New York Giants. Of course, I'm scooping the seven and a half. The Giants will win the freaking game outright. You guys have detailed it a lot this week. Hurts, that offense, they haven't really worked much together over the last month. And the Giants just have that momentum, and they've done this before. And we've seen it time and time again with the Giants in the NFL. So give me the Giants plus seven and a half and the G-Men to win outright. And then those other games, you know, I already talked about them. Big Mac, take it away. All right. Uh, Evan, your point about the Chiefs is spot on, man. I've lost money all year thinking they're going to blow teams out, and they never seem to. 
I think this is going to be a close game, a week off, maybe slow offense. I think I would. I also like the under in the first half kind of game, although I think they'll score points in the game eventually. I do just think the Jags keep it close. I, I trust Doug Peterson in this spot, and I do think, I know they're not the Chargers, but once they figured it out, I do believe Jacksonville was able to put up points, move the football. I expect this game to be a little closer than you think. I actually think it to be close, and then the Chiefs score a touchdown late to end it. But still, I think I'm going to take the eight and a half with the Jaguars. Uh, Bengals and Bills. The Bengals line is is banged up, man. There's just no other way around it. And we could talk about, well, he was sacked nine times last year in the postseason and won a postseason game. The Bills are different than Tennessee. I think this Bills front gets after Burrow without having to blitz. And you know what? As bad as they were against Miami Buffalo, I mean, I thought the Bengals should have lost that game. I thought you could argue that the Ravens were the better team on the field. Yeah, the Bills made some mistakes and let the, the Dolphins hang around. I thought Baltimore should have won the game. So which team's going in the worst direction right now? I think it's the Bengals. I like the Bills in this game. Give me the Bills minus five and a half. To me, this is the toughest game, Dallas 49ers. I've been on the 49ers all week, but as we get closer, I just have this feeling that this offense, I had, I didn't love the way the Niners played defense in that game against Seattle. I thought Seattle moved the ball pretty well. Obviously, the stupid play at the end of the half led to that the halftime score. But in the first half, and even in parts of the third quarter, I thought the 49ers defense didn't look like it has looked all year. And for some stinking reason, I can't get away from it. I think the, the Cowboys are going to be able to put up points. So I'm going to take the Cowboys, despite what I've thought about this Niners team the last couple of weeks. I think they probably still win, but I'm going to take the Cowboys plus four. And then the Giants, obviously I'm on later tonight. I'll get into this a ton. I think the Giants are going to cover the spread. The music's going to fade out. I like the Giants in this game at seven and a half. Hertz is, you know, I don't know what he's going to be. They haven't played in a while, a little rusty. And right now you just get the feeling the Giants are on this magical tour. And I just have the feeling the Giants are going to cover. So give me the Jags plus eight and a half. Give me the Giants plus the seven and a half. Give me the Bills minus five and a half. And give me the Dallas Cowboys plus four. Odyssey Lottery recap presented by Jack Pocket. Powerball is now $473 million. Mega Millions is now $20 million. Play a Powerball and Mega Millions on your phone using the Jack Pocket app. Must be 18 or older to play. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. In honor of disliking Philadelphia, we just posted a brand new edition of Rico Bronia. A full Philly edition of Rico Bronia. That's right. It's out there for you to download. But we got a lot of programming right here as well, especially coming up this weekend. Big Mac's going to be on after the Nets game tonight. Oh, jeez. I love my basketball team. They are painful to watch without the big man. He's coming on after the Nets game. Lugie will be on at 3 o'clock tomorrow getting you ready for Giants-Eagles. Craig at 9.30 a.m. with Hello, My Name is Craig, and me and Joe at 10 a.m. So we're basically just all on. We're taking over your We run the station. On Saturday, essentially. Uh, have a great weekend. Good luck to the Giant fans this weekend. Uh, yeah. Good luck. And if you're going to Philly... Be brave, be tough, and survive it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.